0: Who do you think this homicidal maniac is? I don't know much about real crime. In my stories, it's always the one you least suspect. Well, that would be me, wouldn't it? Welcome to the After Dork Podcast. This podcast contains detailed plot spoilers and mild language. Listener discretion is advised.
1: they call us the after dork podcast yeah we're talking about some obscure shit today courtesy of my memory (laughs) and also we watched the whole thing like in the last four hours yeah by the way i'm chris and i'm austin yeah if you didn't know so today i'm talking about well to begin with i have enormous allergies happening right now so i might sound like I'm hiding inside of a fish tank.
0: Yeah, Austin's a bit sick. We might get a little sniffles. <laughs> might start to sound like a Trump debate in here. So,
1: don't uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I must chuck myself with that one. Oh, there so will gross. be if you're sensitive to that kind of shit, you, Sorry. M- you might have to sit this one out. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to do about you. I'm I guarantee I'm having a worse time. Today, we're talking about Gregory's
0: horror house
1: gregory's horror House, yes it's the gregory the, the gregory horror show
0: yeah that yeah uh
1: this is some obscure anime mm, shit from uh 2000 from nippon from nippon hapan hapan hapan
0: nihon <laughs> hapan it was created by naomi iwata in 2004 it has a playstation 2 game Uh, Which came first, the show or the game?
1: I believe the show did.
0: And it's, yeah, three volumes, or four volumes, three of which we watched. And they're 26 episodes each at around two and a half to three minutes per episode. So it's it's not a hard watch. It took us like three and a half hours.
1: Yep, we got through it all completely. Now, I've already seen the first three volumes. I didn't actually know there was a fourth volume until today. Uh, but this is the first time you've seen it.
0: Yeah. Well, it's the first time I've seen most of it. I've seen the first 16 episodes twice, three times now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you've been trying hard to get through it
0: all. Yeah. We did it. So, we wanted to start out. We'll just. It's. I'm confused as hell. And I guess that's why Austin's here, to try to guide us. We'll, we'll get through this together. Because uh, there's no plot
1: summary here. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I might be able to. This is being the second time I've watched all of these. I might kind of know what's happening, I guess.
0: We're going to go season by season because they
1: are. Well, the first two seasons are really similar. And then the no. third season goes on the rails. <laughs> we'll get back to that, I guess. So the uh, the kind of before we get into the specifics of the first Season we kind of want to talk about the formula an episode would normally go through. We're, we're going back old school as well. This is this is how you know it's a good thing when it starts with a voiceover from the main character who's also the narrator. Oh yeah, every episode. Yep. Uh, the first episode he's walking through the woods up into the the hotel, at Gregory House, and uh, every episode after that, and in every other series except for Volume Three, uh, and maybe Volume Four, but again we haven't seen that one. The intro plays the voiceover and has it just slowly, kind of, the camera pan on to the front of the Gregory house.
0: The main character in season one is an unnamed narrator. He
1: speaks not very much in the actual episodes, more so in voiceover. He only speaks in voiceover. There's not a single word uttered by any of the narrators during the episodes. Oh. It only happens when, uh, well, we'll get to that, I guess, a little bit when we're actually talking about the season. It kind of it kind of happens a little bit, but we'll, I'll tell you kind of how it does now after the intro the uh, typically an episode will start in the first person of the narrator uh as some wacky shit is happening inside of gregory house yeah who said hardcore henry was the first to do that yep uh and it's good to mention that this whole uh the whole series is a horror comedy so it's pretty mild the um the horror in it don't have to worry about it at all the
0: i'd say it's mostly like e10 pg 10
1: yeah like, i mean there's
0: blood but it's all it's a cgi anime sort of yeah and
1: you, you like, might get a jump scare one's what that's
0: about playstation 2 graphics but it does have blood in it it has cursing a little tiny bit uh mostly the word hell and then it, well, in season three i think gregory says bitch
1: yeah uh... yeah he does Well, the, um, again, an episode is about three minutes long. And typically, uh, for the most part, an episode will kind of have an interesting sort of thought experiment that it goes through or a moral. And so it's not really a moral, I'd say, because it doesn't tell you what is the better option, but it kind of lays out a thought experiment or some kind of, uh, you know, interesting idea
0: or a philosophical, philosophical question. Like, in... You know, episode three, we get: Are you own? Are you your own master, or, or are your strings pulled by a person that you forgot? Yeah. Like Gregory literally asks
1: the narrator that. It gets a little campy every once in a while, so I'm saying the kind of way that the show's in, because then it kind of breaks the uh, in with reality a tiny bit, and we'll find reality is another big thing in this show, but it'll break with reality and have Gregory suspended by puppet strings and then fly down the, the hallway into the darkness and other silly stuff like that to make the point home and all that kind of junk
0: gregory being the curator slash owner of the the house the inn that the narrator sleeps in also is a giant mouse who wears a freddy krueger shirt nice striped red and black
1: or red and green dark green shirt yeah and a and kind of like a filthy pink bathrobe as well yeah. now uh the one of the striking things about the show is the visual design the characters like he said kind of look a bit playstation 2 fittingly enough with the the, the game, game they made yeah. uh but if you without seeing it and i highly recommend you kind of look up uh, pictures of these characters from the uh the gregory horror oh, show man. but if you imagined like a paper craft puppet you'd make by downloading a printable thing and folding it up off youtube or off uh not youtube off google or something they look like parappa the (laughs) rapper only just a tiny bit more 3d and that's it oh it is so off the beaten
0: radar of just anything that i've i actually really love the way they look though
1: i really love the designs in this thing i like it i like how it acknowledges how cheap it is i i think i mean it's one of those things that looks a little cheap but the design of it i think makes it timeless as well it's a bit like wind waker like it's simple and well designed enough that i don't think it'll age the physical like the actual design of the things very much they don't have much texture to them they're very playstation 2
0: maybe even late playstation 1 and uh then you have like that that snake that's just very textured and just doesn't look good and I love
1: it. Uh, any any things that are trying to look super realistic are very few and far between. Uh, I think they're used to kind of be something that you notice for a little bit and they can look kind of cheap because yeah. they're doing the best they can. So we have a we have quite a cast of characters. I actually wrote down all the ones I could with. But well, let's uh, rather than jump into the characters, why don't we start with volume one and kind of introduce them as they show up?
0: Well, see, I don't remember what all happened at what in
1: That's, what order. Why don't I do that? Then? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, like I said, in the first episode to begin the formula, the character is walking through the woods and is ask, and is asking himself like, "How did I get here? Why yeah, am I trying walking to find in, a in train. the woods?" I just got off the train and now I'm here.
0: Isn't the first episode literally him going into the hotel? Yep. Gregory going, Alright, you can stay here. Cool. And then it ends. Isn't that it? Yeah, that's, it's that's a that's three first minute episode, episode buddy. it's a pilot.
1: It's there's it's it does it allows it to breathe because he goes inside, Gregory shows up, he's very creepy. Started out with a <laughs> with
0: a breath.
1: Yeah. He it jumps it doesn't jump scare right at the beginning, but it's you know, it's nothing huge.
0: It, you know what? You know what's scary about it. At least in the first two seasons or volumes, the atmosphere, the atmosphere and the music plays into that. Is oh god, it's creepy, and it just it the entire show lends itself to. It. I think it the charm you're talking about. It's it, the timelessness. It's all built on just the atmosphere it gives you. You have no idea what's going to happen. But every, you know it's going to be cringey, cringeworthy, not in, in the best possible way.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's the whole show, especially at the beginning, the first viewing for sure, it has like an eerie quality to it. Even if things that are happening are technically funny, this is a horror comedy, there's just an eerie element to it. And especially in like the nonchalant way these characters will talk about things that are just crazy, super important. Especially Gregory.
0: And the, you know, the only thing I can relate it to is the, like, classic Universal Monster movies. The stars of those movies were the settings and the atmosphere. The The star of Frankenstein was Frankenstein's castle. It was eerie. Dracula had that wonderful, just broken-down castle, and then it returns to it at the end of the movie after he goes to England. And that's it's kind of ha- has a at the edge of your seat quality to it like like you know something's going to happen you know it's going to make you laugh or be a little frightening and you're just waiting to find out and I, i love that in all of my i'm a big horror buff and i love that in my horror i don't like loud horror i don't like the jump scares like you get in the remakes of like nightmare on elm street in 2010 which is just all jump scares I like the slow Freddy Krueger walking down the back alley with his arms outstretched. And that's why I really like the movie, I think it's called It Follows or something, but it doesn't have a single jump scare, and it's just a, you waiting for it. And that's what this th- this show gives you, even with a, if it's only for three minutes. It's got you on the edge of your seat just waiting for the stuff to happen. I love that. I love it whenever people can, can make that.
1: And the thing with Gregory horror show it's like anything can happen and anything will happen like some crazy nonsense and it's amazing in the way it does it they like said in the beginning of the series we have this guy show up gregory fuddles about with him a little bit says things like the look on your face doesn't tell me that you're tired it tells me that you you, you <laughs> want you want death
0: you the don't want are, s-
1: the two are twins you know you don't and want and, sleep you want death the entire time i'm thinking okay well, i'll just go to another inn thank you very much for your service <laughs> I, I am unpleased with my service i will be giving you a bad review on yelp and good day sir <laughs> it's the
0: first thing that the caretaker of the inn that you go in says to you is you're not
1: looking for sleep you're looking to die I'm like well <laughs> yeah so he, he he goes off away saying he'll go prepare the room we hear a scream off in the distance and then he he jump scares you again except now he's covered in blood and has an axe in the back of his head (laughs) and then he goes on off and that's the end of oh yeah he's just like oh those stairs (laughs) they they get me they get me every time
0: (laughs) (laughs) he's bleeding and then it ends does
1: is judgment boy in the second episode he is the second episode is just gregory showing you the room uh he's like don't open that wardrobe yet not a good idea and he shows you the window and he's like, that's the window, don't, don't open that window yet, not a good idea. <laughs> is, is this my
0: room, Greg? <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. And then,
1: then after he leaves, you open the door and you see down the hallway, from the darkness end of one hallway, this weird uh, creature that's on a rail on the ceiling. Goes from one end of the hallway to the other, singing to itself, Do you know who I am? They call me Judgment Boy. You're going to hear that a million times. He, it's, it's what he does, he's Judgment Boy. He's, he judges you. So he, he's he got, he's, he's like a scale with, on one side of his he's arms, he's heart. like a big metal thing, and underneath him is like a five-ton weight another other stuff like that. Two five-ton weights. So it's, and he's got like, outstretched uh, pole arms, and at the end of those is a cage with a heart in one and a golden dollar. He's sign like in the a other. he's
0: like a hanging scarecrow
1: with a weight with a uh scale. Yeah. So and uh, we'll talk about him more later, but you just get a, you just get a <laughs> tiny taste of him as he comes by.
0: God, he's probably the loudest character.
1: maybe yeah, maybe one of the loudest, but he's he's always a joy to have on screen. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, I he his whole thing is will he'll, he'll pop out and
0: yeah. he won't just he'll give you a scenario you'll answer with you know the best
1: the best possible thing and then he'll be like you are
0: not going to do that you're a horrible person fuck you
1: yeah we'll go we'll talk about it more when his actual first episode comes up this is just his little cameo to give you a taste so then of, of course the guy closes the door and is like hmm that was weird after he hears a sound in the uh the cupboard, he was told not to open. He opens it up and Gregory's there. He's like, I told you not to open this thing. There's some weird things. Yeah. Be careful what doors you open and then he leaves like it was okay. Curious curiosity kills the
0: cat, you know.
1: Which is the next episode. The
0: Neko zombie.
1: Uh, Neko zombie is a cat next door who presumably Gregor, he was from another house nearby, gave him trouble or something. So apparently, he doesn't say he does it, but it's Pretty obviously Henry he does it. Gregory
0: sewed his face shut.
1: He is keeping a prisoner there. Yeah.
0: And the he is the only character that, besides maybe his mother, that Gregory has ill will toward. And some of that could be some interspecies relations, as he is a cat.
1: Well, I think... Gregory is a mouse. Maybe he has more ill will to other things, but this is like the most outward animosity that he has, for sure. And, uh... Yeah, like I said, he 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 pretends that he's a friend to everybody, but he'll he'll have anim- he'll have animosity for anybody.
0: You know, uh, I think Neko Zombie is probably the most unflinching, fl- flinchingly helpful character that you that the narrator comes across in the show. It seems like it legitimately wants to end what Gregory House is doing. Yeah. Unlike every other character, there are some characters that help you out, but it's always an ulterior motive or because they have more than one personality. Yeah, and it, he is the only one that helps you out just to help you out.
1: Neko Zombie's doing it almost entirely in spite.
0: He yeah, just, he because just he hates he just Gregory. Doesn't, he just
1: hates Gregory and he hates the house and he, he just wants it to end. We have we just things start to build and build, and we have interesting characters who show up. Judgment boy comes back again and he gets his scenario, something along the lines of uh, he just shows up. Oh, his scenario, his uh, question
0: is. It's like you're you're a big your girlfriend, guy. You're, yeah, you're a big yeah. business guy. Your girlfriend is in a ho- of long-time relationship, is in the hospital on her deathbed, but you have a big break at work that could mean a really good promotion. Do you go to your girlfriend's side or do you your career first then the narrator who doesn't speak uh, but the judgment boy says that he chooses to go to his girlfriend's side judgment boy then drops his little purple heart which means that they that his actual will is the wrong one he chose to uh, promote get promoted at work and leave his girlfriend to die alone and then judgment
1: boy just screams at him that he's awful and leaves yeah, and he he does he does that almost the exact every same thing time. like every time he's on screen. The only time it's different comes later in the season, and it's it's honestly it's pretty satisfying when it does happen. And uh, then of course, while Gregory's there
0: behind him, and he heard the whole thing, and he he's even there to give you a little judgment on your side, a little shade.
1: He's okay. Like... <laughs> so uh, yeah, we get interesting characters like that. We have a girl who's looking for a doll. Oh, God. Uh, and her head spins around, and it's the doll on the other side. And she gives you a quick jump scare with that and all that. And we meet we meet Chef. We meet the <laughs> Chef, who is probably one of our favorites. Uh, he's... Uh,
0: that's in... Uh, yeah. He, yeah, his introduction is like, Gregory offers you a bowl of soup that's just blood. It's obviously just it's, blood. It's, blub, it's bubbling blood. Bub- <laughs> bubbling blood. And he's like... And the narrator tells him he's not hungry. He goes, oh, man, I hope the chef doesn't hear you. The last guest we had said something similar. Okay. And while he,
1: while this is happening, the chef is he's just peering behind me, slowly leaning into the room, he's glowing red eyes. If the chef is basically a normal looking chef, except he's got you can't see his face. He's just got big glowing no, red he eyes. He looks
0: like a candle.
1: And his, his chef's hat is a candle <laughs> with a flame on top. It's honestly a really great design. And he's got this really, like, deep, like, distorted voice, too, which is really awesome.
0: Gregory's like, uh, oh, don't disrespect the chef. The last guest we had said something similar. I remembered him because of his beautiful golden Golden fillings." fillings. And then he gives you back your soup and you're eating it. And then a golden filling pops out. Yep. And yeah, that's the eerie little twist oh, of that
1: Oh, that and, hell, yeah, the soup not good. I mean, we've had it been simmering for the whole, whole last week. week. Oh yeah, <laughs> mentioned that the guest was a week yeah. ago. Then he he passes. He he go. He has a quick faint and then passes out. And they take her to the doctor, which introduces oh the nurse Catherine. Catherine,
0: <laughs> Catherine needs to calm the fuck down. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Catherine gets a She gets sexual pleasure by taking She's blood She's in this
0: series you. five times. And every single time, she's taking blood with a giant syringe from someone and getting off on it.
1: Yeah, and apparently the fourth volume is actually sort of based around her alone.
0: Oh, yeah. We, ha- we haven't seen it. But, yeah, it's like her in a hospital setting, I guess. Yeah,
1: so that might be interesting. We'll probably get around to that again sometime mm, maybe, in the future. Maybe for Halloween. Yeah, so. she's, just, she's a pink polka dot
0: lizard nurse. Who gets sexual pleasure from taking blood,
1: specifically human blood? Well, especially human blood. Especially human
0: blood. Yes.
1: Uh, And it's from it's from this point that the episodes start to get more of the uh, the philosophical and crazy idea. You'll have episodes that'll go from like just the hotel and then drop you into a a game board (laughs) where you have to play through it all, and then that'll drop you into a roller coaster out of nowhere. You just get all these very weird time, mind warping scenarios yeah, it that he has to like, go through.
0: It starts out like, uh, okay, this is hotel, and yeah, there's some weird happenings. It's obviously haunted, maybe, stuff like that, and then it just goes full on acid surrealism for a lot of it. You know what? There's
1: never really a moment where it's like you see a ghost or anything. It's just like there are no like spooky unseen ghosts or anything it's just that you're just in this hotel with lots of weird other people who have their own weird quirks and stuff and i kind of like that about it it's very it's very interesting like i'd love to see all these characters like have a banquet together and just have them all at a table just kind of see them all at once yeah so to rapid fire through some other characters who we see pop up we've oh, yeah. got a dog and his son who yeah. both have sharp implements in their heads they're that called give them mum-
0: mummy dogs and they have yeah they have axe in their heads constantly talking about their bad headaches
1: and they're they seem to be unaware of the weapons in their heads as well <laughs> yeah.
0: you know I, I thought he was made out of an avocado when i first saw him but apparently he's a he's a cactus is this uh just this mexican luchador standoff guy he challenges the narrator to a standoff over what, what was it
1: well there's not really any uh, luchador in him i don't think but the the point of the episode is that you do not know why he's trying to kill you or why he's trying to fight yeah, you Yeah,
0: the philosophical question is like well would you because he challenges you to a standoff and the coin goes up in the air you're supposed to draw when it hits the floor and then gregory's like what you don't know why you're in this well the quiet philosophical question is like would you kill him to save your own life even
1: if you don't know why yeah it he asks uh yeah the specific thing i believe gregory says is along the lines of are you willing to die because you can't find a reason to fight or are you willing to kill to survive and then yeah uh the, the cactus ends up shooting gregory in the head and then it, it snaps back to reality and the cactus <laughs> well reality it snaps back to reality in the sense that it's the hotel again the cactus is like oh damn I'm actually a really bad shot. And then he runs away as Gregory gets <laughs> up and starts trying to, trying to get him himself.
0: Oh, my yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's he's a bear of laughs. He's just like, oh, yeah, he just busts down your door, obliterates it. And he's just like, hey, amigo, you remember me? And you're like, what? You've been drinking too much tequila.
1: The spin me guy who just has a... Uh, yeah, his a name top. is Roulette. Yeah, he just has a spinner on his head, and you have to spin him, and you play a big board game and all that, and he has... Yeah, that's that's basically all he has. We got two penguins who operate a roller coaster at one point. Oh yeah, that, that's all they do too. Yeah, we have a we have a
0: phone. <laughs> we have a living phone <laughs> who takes ten dollar bills, He steals your money, and then uses it to go to the bar. You put a crumple. He put like your character or the narrator's trying to. Uh... <laughs> I'll just take that one. <laughs> <The> narrator, <laughs> he's trying to call home, and <laughs> he puts it like. I'll the phone it. needs $10. He puts yeah. up a crumpled up $10 bill in there. He's just like, I don't accept crumpled up bills,
1: but I'll just keep that one. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I like that the uh, they dubbed it incorrectly because he's putting in a, a 100 yen note into there. But they're just like, yeah, probably $10. <laughs> <laughs> the the phone even has a little
0: sign on it that says $10. Yeah. So. Um, oh, yeah, we have, a uh, you know... Uh, the Clock Master and his yeah, son. Yeah, they, they, they're
1: they're pretty fun actually. They're pretty fun together.
0: In my notes, I put them as Cogsworth and son. Yeah,
1: so they. Uh, <laughs> they're this, able to
0: turn back time.
1: Yeah, this. They're both. They're both working in the clock shop. Every every shop or whatever is in the hallway as well. <laughs> uh, so he Even goes the up. Heart. The the narrator goes by there, and the clock. Uh, the son is like, "Oh, he's got a warp in his time, Daddy," and he's like, "Oh, he sure does." And the boy's like, "It's fatal, oh, huh, Daddy?" <laughs> and he's like, "I believe so, son." And he's like, Do you want me to rep- do you want me to repair the warp in your time? And he's like, Well, too bad, I can't do that anymore But I can take you back before your time was warped And he's like, Do you want but me to doesn't? do that for you? And then he's like, Okay, son wind like, me up. He's
0: like, You're in living hell. Yeah. And so He he can't take you back as far as he wants to. He takes he takes the narrator back to the, the first the first, day, the first episode. And then he feels really bad about it. He's just real shitty. He's just like oh man he's at the beginning of his living hell and his son's just like it's okay daddy
1: we're all in living hell yep like, it's okay daddy we're all in hell <laughs> yeah. yeah it's uh, i really like those two characters really um we have the medium frog <laughs> the, the gypsy medium a frog?
0: frog yeah it's a frog i didn't know what it was
1: yeah it's a gypsy <laughs> gypsy lady it's like uh madam what's her face from courage basically Let's see. Who else do we have? We have the weird yeah, the toilet, toilet paper dispenser the, the weird toilet time. dispenser thing that came, in and it has nothing to do. Yeah. It just like shows up. We are the mirror master. Oh, I mean, that's what I called him
0: in my notes. Yes, yeah, right?
1: the mirror thing was kind of cool, actually. The mirror of fate or whatever. When yeah, it,
0: it's supposed to show the narrator his true self, and it shows him Gregory. Yeah. The, and... like the I think the theme the from what I got on this is that the overarching theme of volume one. Is a loss of a uh, individual identity, and the narrator starts to lose his memories, and he has this mirror scene. He can't see himself in any of the mirrors, and the because he lacks because he lacks, lacks substance. substance. And uh, the Mirror Master shows him his true self, and it's Gregory, and Gregory's like, we're just, you know, we're just light and dark. The narrator came in as a person, maybe a a lost person, and he's losing everything that made him an individual as the series goes on. And then the way it ends is him realizing that he's better off that way, and... He goes back because he escapes to reality and he goes back to his me his life with his wife and his daughter and he gets I guess he gets just bored.
1: I think we skipped some stuff in the middle there. After he gets shown the mirror, he smashes a mirror and that goes on through. Uh in the pathway he finds brings him to a safe that Gregory was trying to open. Oh yeah. With a two can The guard. safe holds his heart. his heart which he had lost before.
0: And this, it's here where we got our first real glimpse of Gregory's mom.
1: Yeah, so Gregory's mom shows up for the first time. We actually see her. She was just a voice before, chastising Gregory for his uh, ineptitude. But He shows up for the first time, and she's all mad that she let the the guy get away and get his heart and all that. Because what she does is she takes the souls of people who get lost in there and are left wandering long enough and uses the souls. She She eats them, basically, and is kept young by it. She looks about the same age as Gregory, honestly. Yeah, so that's our whole plan, is to take a wandering soul and use it to keep her young. So the guy finds this out and is like, I gotta get out of here, man. So he tries to leave out by the graveyard. Unfortunately, Gregory comes after him. But the reason he was able to get out to the graveyard is because this weird dog fairy helps <laughs> him escape. The fairy dog mother. Yeah, and after, after the fairy dog mother helps <laughs> him escape, we find that it's also got yeah, a negative dual side. She's
0: personality.
1: So depending on how it's feeling that day, it'll either help you or screw you up. It only ever helps him though. It only ever shows up twice, and kind of also might have hurt him the last time as well, because. Who could have hurt him? So after after he's returned to after he's in the graveyard and all that, Gregory tries to find him but can't. He's like, well, he can't stay here forever. Um, and he was saved by being found (laughs) by Gregory. By a skeleton underground who's like, oh, I've been trying to get out for years. You're the first person to come out this a far. A drunk skeleton. But I can't leave because I don't have a body. Oh, but today's my lucky day because you've got one and it's mine now. You know, <laughs> th- this, this all happens in quick
0: su- succession of like four episodes. Yeah. And the all these new characters introduced. In the first volume, we get like a new character every episode, basically. I tried to write down like all the characters and a little something about them. And <laughs> All of these characters that are introduced in these four episodes are like, they start out pretty cool. They're like, yeah, I'll help you out. And then they just do a 180. I turn to Austin every single time. And I'm just like, well, I have to revise my summary on that character.
1: It, ha- it happens They're every cool single time. they not cool anymore. So he ends up going back to his room. And Deco Neko, Neko Zombie is finally like, dude, I just want you out of here. You need to get out. And the dog mother comes back. She's like, all right, I'll help you one more time. And she makes a door that says heaven or hell. And after he goes through it, she switches back to the other side and is like, oh yeah, uh, it's a good thing you stayed, Neko, because that could have gone to heaven or hell. Uh, my idea is that it goes to both. <laughs> so, heaven being the escape, but when he finds that the escape is also kind of a hell in its own way. So as, so as he goes through the door...
0: Your idea is it's kind of a uh, point of view. Yeah. It's a perspective.
1: Yeah, because we find that it he, goes
0: to the same place, but depending on how you've changed it like, could be behavior.
1: Because it's like it's more comfortable, but it's also just an, un, endlessly tedious. So it's it's which is why he ultimately heaven. like goes back to Gregory House. Yeah, so he as as the man, the narrator is ascending the staircase out of here, <laughs> we see that this like little ghost of Gregory is attached to him. Oh yeah. I'll to his no soul Gregory. and this, it, this Grim Reaper character comes down, who's also got like a hat that looks like the Swedish flag, <laughs> Swedish Death. So we, we've been calling him Swedish Death. But
0: yeah, that I that like a uh, ghost of Gregory attached to his soul. That's supposed to personify all the memories of the
1: Gregory House. It's really weird. It's like an enticing thing trying to keep him bound there. Oh, this show is really weird. Yeah, it's it's like a uh, I think really, it's like the part of him that created sort of gregory house in a way. yeah Cause it seems like gregory house is a manifestation that builds in people who just wish to escape reality yeah
0: i i you know i've been thinking about gregory as a character i think for at least the first two seasons he's meant to personify the kind of instincts that we suppress that makes us want to escape reality because he's kind of agging you on to do the things that you that the characters uh, didn't want to do
1: in reality. And again, Gregory being the guy who's kind of in control of the world and the all mouth. that that he's in. At least he's in the this guy season. in charge. Yeah. I mean he's yeah, he's in control of the first two seasons, he's the guy who's got like the pull power. He's the guy who's in control of the stuff. Even if he's like under control of under even, even if his mother has her thumb on him, <laughs> he's the guy in control. So he's trying to keep him from going on but Swedish guys like I can sever that connection if you want me to. You Just got to tell me I can do it.
0: Swedish death.
1: Yeah, and he's like just do it. So he does it and we find in the next episode that he's just in the regular world. He's got a wife, he's got his wife back, he's got a kid, uh but it's he just, it just repeats over and over again the same stuff His routine just over and over and then we see a big like a th- we see himself in the mirror for the first time we see himself as what he is and he's just a random guy and it's it's back in the style he's just of a guy Gregory that looks Horse.
0: like every other guy where in gregory's house every single person had a yeah. different design
1: he's he's default human yeah businessman setting just and then it shows like just a whole bunch of the exact same model of businessman walking in the city he's just one of them and the very next episode is him returning to yeah. gregory house
0: yeah gregory the well the ghost gregory on your soul was just like i'll keep your bed warm and then the next episode he's like i kept your bed warm yep <laughs> and that's how the season ends basically it's not the most satisfying but yeah but then you get in season two where it's pretty much the same scenario but this time we have a, a girl narrator yep. and sh- she's a sort of
1: the professional woman who's a little bitter because her uh, relationship life isn't what it could be.
0: Her whole thing is that she's coming back in a taxi ride from her be- one of her friend's weddings. But her friend was marrying her ex-boyfriend from when she was 26 and she's 29 now. It gets a little bit better into her, her backstory. Kind of implies that that person her friend was marrying
1: was the narrator from the first season. I don't, I don't really know if that is what it is or not, because that would mean that it happened you know, before. Yeah. Cause if she's, it but would have to be, it doesn't go completely linear. This series, it's possible. It doesn't. But the reason I'm not hundred percent for sure is because the business guy that we see at the end of the one, when he comes back is just another character in the house. Now the very, the narrator who's now just his thing He's now just business guy. So he runs up and he's like, here's my business card. Here's my business card. And then he runs off again. That's all we see of him in that. Yeah. This season, or this volume, it differs from the... I think it's a
0: lot slower than the pacing is than the first volume. And you're not thrown a barrage of characters every episode. I uh, Where I wrote down the characters for the first one, I have about a page and a half. Uh, and for this one, the new characters, I have uh five seven five to seven lines. so it's the pacing is a bit slower. It takes some time to uh explore Gregory House rather than throwing a bunch of surreal shit at yeah, you.
1: And the reason for that is because it assumes that you've already you know, you've seen volume one. So you already know these characters. It doesn't have to waste time at kind of introducing these people. We know who they are. We can just continue on with the ride. And this lady, while she is, you know, dealing with her own stuff and her own living hell and all that she's she has more agency than the other guy this this lady she's she's willing to kick the shit out of gregory (laughs) if she needs to she abuses him she gets real mad at one point and she she just she takes an axe right to his face (laughs) he gets scared of her so there's just uh some you know really interesting things that happen with this lady she's trying to deal with her feelings of jealousy with this ex-boyfriend and her best friend and her balancing it, her relationships with her, you know, business life and all that kind of stuff. It starts
0: out with, uh, I, I guess you're supposed to feel the impression that she is getting old. And even though she's 29, I think she feels she's getting old and that she has a lot of regrets. Because it starts out, and it, for the first two or three episodes, it compares her to a wilting rose. Uh, Gregory does. And how... The, the thorns stay intact if you try to hold it, even though it ages and dies. So you're supposed to get this unfulfillment that she feels, I think. And, you know, it, they didn't introduce a lot more characters, but they introduced... You, know, you see a lot more Gregory's
1: mom, and you see his grandson, James. Yeah, James being one of your favorite characters. <laughs> uh, actually, James James can be a good time if he does some really interesting stuff when he, he shows up.
0: I don't. I'm not sure how to describe him. He's a. I can't tell if he's really smart or really ignorant to this whole thing. But either way, he is a. He is a fun time.
1: Yeah. The whole thing about James is that he he shows up, he creates mischief, and for some somehow he always escapes any punishment for it. Which, if this was any other show, would make him the most annoying character ever. But in this show, especially when it comes to usually being Gregory, kind of being the one who ends up reprimanded for it, it, it kind of works because it's just a short, quick kind of thing. Yeah. And he's like, he's a little kid. He's like around three or four, I'd say. I don't know about that. I think he's like, I think he's like Bart Simpson. <laughs> he's he's like twelve or something.
0: Mm,
1: I don't. He's I childish. He's, he's childish. But maybe he's, like eight. He's too smart. <laughs> he's but too well, smart I don't know if he's smart good. because. They
0: leave it open, it, they leave it a little ambiguous. He could be super smart and know and hatch all these schemes, uh, or he could literally just be playing around and be just oblivious to the world around him. You see it in his eyes
1: when his eyes do that thing. <laughs> it's just, no, you're he, looking he at sees, me a little weird. James. I don't know if he's really planning that much. He just sees an opportunity, and he's like, Yes, <laughs> and then he goes for it. <laughs> Yes, I mean, the, the whole thing with James and the mom being more prevalent in this is like that you get a lot more person. You get a lot more time and a lot more personable with the characters in the house, especially the Gregories and all that.
0: Yeah, well, Gregory is more of a character and not a force in this game. He's not the personification of you can't leave, of being trapped in the house in
1: this volume. Yeah, in, that, in this one, we kind of start to feel like he's kind of tied into all this, too. Like he's unable... He feels a little trapped, too, even. And we see how his mom is pulling on him and all that kind of stuff. We get... Again, the lady tries to leave a couple of times and all that. Uh, it, it plays out very similarly in the in-between, but it's all very... It's still fun to watch, and we have its own interesting things. We get... New characters that get tossed in, like we we meet the uh, the <laughs> cactus shows up again, except this time he's, he's like, "Senorita, sister- I will marry you," <laughs> out of <laughs> nowhere, and then the uh, after he's spurned the uh his little sister shows up his his little cactus sister shows up and tries to kill gregory because you he, he think gregory is the other guy she hangs him with a noose she's just like you made my brother sad and, and this is an example of uh james showing up and making things worse by tripping and, tra- <laughs> and knocking out the barrels underneath his He's granddad like, and then I'm grabbing coming, and then grabbing onto his feet and then swinging around like it's a game <laughs> like that's the kind of stuff that uh that james will do of course you know, Cactus shows up and then shoots the thing down. And is like I'm over it. Yeah, I wish you guys later. happiness, and then he leaves. You know
0: who I'm? Who I really like that was introduced in the season. I know. Well, I like the record player guy. Yeah, I love him. I want to get into him a little bit later. Was like, it someone else? Yeah, the bonsai guy.
1: The bonsai guy is pretty funny. <laughs> he's pretty funny. He's, he's a, like the performer of the hotel. He's a kabuki bonsai man with a third eye. And his whole thing is that he can see your your deepest fantasy. So he you you go to his show and he can see your fantasy. And most of the time, he takes out his fans like, "Oh, I can't believe from someone like you a fantasy like that." <laughs> <He> blushes. <laughs> And uh, the first time he does it, it just like cuts to this,
0: some like mad sax solo, like porn music, and it has hearts flo- floating up the screen. He's like, oh
1: my! Yeah, he, he's very funny. He's he's a he's a good time. He does uh he's got some funny stuff in volume three. My favorite character in the whole
0: whole series whole series. Yeah. He's only in two episodes. The first episode is toward the end of season two. He's a living record player, and he just wants people to hear his music and appreciate it no one wants to do it so he gets spurned he has this power i guess to transport people into the curves of his vinyl where they'll be crushed by the needle so he's basically like jigglypuff from the power or from pokemon where he just wants you to hear his music and whenever you're incapable or don't want to do that he's just like gets super mad and wants to kill you
1: (laughs) the lady trapped (laughs) in this record runs for a bit and then the taxi that she used to get out to that guy Comes back with Gregory in it and then saves her by jumping out of the record the first time. But he has a, he has a, like a spotlight that is
0: constantly on him no matter where he is. <laughs> it's so funny.
1: The spurned and the the, guy, the lost tour is a very funny archetype. This guy is just, he, he imbibes and it's still very funny. Yeah. Archetypes can be done well. This is an example. So is the
0: mother, I think that's an archetype
1: oh the the gregory's mom yeah yeah gregory's mom is an archetype for sure but i think it's very funny in this one and stuff it's because of it's like it's because it's so short the episodes are and the comedy they can be pretty snappy it's like it still works
0: the second volume for a lot of it is a slower rehash of the first one it's her her finding herself realizing that the gregory house is her escape from reality and then kind of choosing if she wants to go back or not how it
1: ends though, Necrocat. Actually, there's one little Necro-cat thing before time. that that we should mention. The there's a point in which uh, Gregory James and the narrator female or the narrator you know her, yeah. Where they are released from their bodies and are the wandering souls themselves. <laughs> uh, James and uh, Gregory switch bodies for a minute, and that's fun. But yeah, because
0: James goes straight into Gregory's mom room and just starts calling her an old hag and throwing her souls. At her, and she thinks
1: it's Gregory. The main narrator is kind of guided towards the moon, which, as she approaches, kind of begun begins to look less like it's a crescent and more like it's being eclipsed. And we find out that this trajectory towards the moon during the eclipse, or maybe it eclipses while going towards it, it's never really made clear in that. But it's called it's like the journey to the lost world. The lost world being I guess it's heaven. like the afterlife, whatever yeah. it is, because as she gets up there, she she escapes with other souls who were broken in the bottles in the you know Gregory's mom's place. They're like, come with us, we're getting out of here, and they go on up to the thing, and they all start queuing up in line as uh <laughs> as Swedish Death is yeah. up there. He's like, okay, everybody, like, you're permitted, you're permitted. Ooh, you're not ready yet. Mm, you're not ripe. You should probably mm-hmm. go back down there. Find your body. Yep. So she goes back down, and like these weird cultists are trying to sacrifice her in a coffin.
0: I thought they were trying to resurrect her, and then whenever it didn't work, they got really
1: pissy, and they're like, yeah. "If it was a younger woman, it would have worked." <laughs> yeah. They the uh, they try to burn the body, and that's when she goes into the body again and bursts out of the coffin, and that's the they, she gets so angry that that's when she ends up it's taking just, the axe because Gregory bring.
0: is the one wanting them to burn the body. He's just like, "You won't have a body to return to. You're just gonna be a wandering soul." i'm not sure the motivation behind that but whatever and she just gets so pissed off at gregory she just takes an axe to him
1: yeah so that that's worth mentioning just because of the idea of the lost world and we see kind of where wandering spirits should be going off to but later we see uh neko zombie shows up again and uh she she shows him a moment of kindness which he refuses and but even still he still takes it Um, oh yeah
0: neko zombie's a guy
1: it's kind of the impudence, that kindness, even if you won't say it, to Neko-Zombie to finally end it all. And that's when he leaves his cell, goes into the room. Yeah, where He just goes
0: straight into yeah. the Gregory's mom's room. And Gregory's
1: it, like, you, how did you get out? You're not allowed in here. Okay, get back yeah. to your thing immediately. And he's got a candle in his hand and he drops it and he lights the entire place the on fire. On
0: I guess so he goes through the doorway and the narrator's outside and he tells the narrator that if he really want if she really wants to be free she has to like burn alive with them if she really wants the the endless cycle of people coming to the house to just to be, have their souls taken that she has to sacrifice herself in the next episode reveal she doesn't do that and in doing so the gregory family survived uh albeit. they're all they're
1: all burnt up like their skin's burnt off yeah, their most even james
0: which is a little. Disturbing. Yeah, james is all burnt up but is gregory's really half burnt it. up
1: like they don't mind so it's like but they all, just resurrect
0: like, the house yep
1: they they they, they was bringing it all right back so and
0: you know you think that's where the the third volume is gonna gonna pop up but no it's a from what i get of it it's a pseudo pseudo prequel it starts out gregory is on a is a on train. a train yeah yeah and but he's interacting with all the characters from the first and second volume but as if it's like his met first them. time yeah. yeah but it's also explained that he's trying to escape the gregory house he doesn't want to be the caretaker there anymore and he just can't but the whole volume is him on the train not in the house and unlike the first two volumes there's no
1: narrator it's gregory is the protagonist. Mm-hmm. And in this version, there's not as much a first person going on because, you know, it's Gregory who's taking control. Uh, But we we get some new characters in there that are very very interesting. There are two skeletons that we see in, like, one of the very first episodes.
0: Yeah, I actually didn't write down any of the characters that were in Volume 3. I had one note for Volume 3 that we're going to talk about a little later.
1: (laughs) Yeah, when it comes (laughs) up, we'll be sure to mention it. Yeah, I think volume three is my favorite personally, just because there's lots of like really interesting mystery that's like laced throughout it and it's still very funny and lots of interesting It's things a happen. complete
0: shift or it's not a complete shift of tone, but it leans more toward that kind of comedy part of the horror comedy than the than the other two volumes did. Yeah. I mean And I think that's because Gregory's not in any danger. No, there's no waiting on the edge of his seat to see what happens to him because it's already established gregory's pretty immortal he uh, he's on this train to kind of just think about his life he's not on there because he can't escape it
1: i mean like the first the first volume was introducing all these characters and part of the mystery and the comedy and the horror was derived from like meeting all these weird characters in this weird house that you know nothing about In the second volume has all the horror and comedy derive out of like the mystery of the gregory's and the whole situation and what they control and all that volume three is just about gregory trying to find out who he is and what he should be doing and he does he just wants that freedom that he's not allowed to have really
0: yeah he doesn't get that payoff he's looking for who he is and he doesn't want to be the caretaker anymore he's constantly every time he asks what he's supposed to be doing he's given the caretaker keys he's constantly reminded that he doesn't have a choice in this matter
1: so some of the interesting things that come up like i said all the old characters are back we see the dolly girls show up we see the, the 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 axe and head people the dogs <laughs> the, mu-
0: the mummy dogs
1: the clock guys are there for yeah, a little cogsworth bit and cogsworth chef shows up and he's amazing cogsworth and
0: some oh yeah we yeah that one of the new characters is like this really Snootity uppity class, one percent. He, he does pig. the
1: one thing you're not supposed to do with Chef <laughs> is,
0: is insult Chef's food. And Chef didn't even give him like blood soup, he gave him beef. It was a steak, it, was, and, it looked okay. Yeah, and he's just like, This is terrible. I want your finest cut of meat. And Chef's just like, All right. And then he kind of and then the next scene, he's coming out of the kitchen, he's giving Gregory a thing. And Gregory's like, Oh, that's wonderful, Chef. Is it beef? He like, Nope it's pork
1: <laughs> i don't know chef chef is brilliant and she, the next time chef shows up is when all these weird like uh warriors who are <laughs> stopping the train from going on keep showing up to gregory and is like sir we have a thing we need to do and he's like i'm not your sir get out of here and they just keep annoying gregory so eventually gregory's like okay yes i know so we need to have you go to get this guy in the dining car and he's like yes sir and he goes over and he sees Chef. And Chef kills him because Chef's a badass. And then they start all annoying Chef. And he's just like, oh, God, I hate this. And then Gregory walks off. just like, oh, it's not my problem anymore. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, Chef is a brilliant character. I love him in anything that he's in. in this Chef this
0: is just funny because he's he's so scary. He's probably the most threatening character ever introduced. And he it's comical in that he you know what
1: is triggers are and you just you're waiting for someone to do it he doesn't like being criticized he doesn't like smoking and he doesn't like warriors that's all we know <laughs> yeah uh it's good, it's oh, a in good vo- time. yeah
0: in volume two the uh woman narrator she keeps lighting up a cigarette
1: and chef
0: instantly just just going no smoking no smoking and he just keeps trying to kill her every time he lights up a cigarette
1: because it dulls the taste buds, you see. Yeah, he sees like <laughs> I, I don't like puff puff, uh, and Gregory ends up saving her in that because he blows out Chef's candle, which basically it makes One his brown. eyes go dark and turns him off. Basically, it's, it, it's it's really great. I love that so much.
0: Yeah, the third volume, I like. I don't know. I'm I'm still on the confused train of where all of this goes but i know the basic arch of the third volume i think is gregory's trying to escape his own identity as the caretaker of the gregory house as well as physically escape the gregory house it keeps giving him the runaround he keeps going back to it in the train at the end of the season he literally just takes it off the tracks and he tries to go to that the other world the lost world
1: was yeah he tries to he uses uh spirits and all that to try and get to the lost world himself
0: yeah and he just wants it to end i mean i think he just wants to die honestly yeah and
1: he wants to cross over but he's not allowed to
0: yeah he is constantly denied constantly given these keys told this is who he is this is who he has to be but i guess whenever he went back to the gregory house he took all those characters from the train with him because they're in uh they're in the other seasons and he's he's very knowledgeable with them and he, and he knows them really well
1: uh the way i see it i think like uh i think he's lonely so the way i see it uh it seems to me that gregory it, it's sort of a classic story that we've seen a hundred times like like we see hades no matter how powerful hades is there's he like he, he he can't leave like he can't leave Hades. you can't he can't leave hades can't leave hades hades is hades hades can't leave Tartarus. like no like this is just a thing we see all the time no matter what we no matter how powerful and all the influence he has he can't change what he is
0: i think that is throughout the entire series kind of the thing is just like all these people want to escape from reality because they don't like who they are they don't like the decisions they've made but ultimately,
1: they're going to make them over again. I mean, it's like the whole Gregory house and all that is something they're making up. They're, it's their hell that they've designed and they're creating for themselves. It's what they choose to see to escape their reality, mind you. They're creating their own hells. They don't have to have that business. They're creating their own hells. And that,
0: it's drove painfully clear that not only are the like narrators and the new residents creating their own hells before they lose their souls... They're still in it whenever they become permanent residents, including the caretakers, except maybe Gregory's mom and James. James, James seems has okay. a fun time. James seems
1: like he's doing all right.
0: Yeah, Gregory's mom, like she, I think she hates everyone, but uh, I,
1: she's the one that's reaping the benefits from all this. So I, I think of uh, of Gregory being kind of like a demon character, who a demon or even like just a hell a satan kind of person who's like the guy in charge of of a hell scenario but i think lost souls people who are not dead but want to get out of reality end up go, having to go through gregory house and then that's where they get the option either go back to reality or end it and ending it means going to the lost world going back means you just got to get right back in it's it's basically like it's the point where That's song
0: is purgatory
1: it's i mean we can't see a different purgatory at one point we see purgatory at other points do you remember the uh the roller coaster ride yeah with all the lost souls flying all over the place and the 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 penguins were wearing like heaven and hell shirts or something like that yeah but that's part of gregory house yeah it's just a part of gregory house though a single part of gregory house like gregory house on whole It's like a place where you got to decide, are you getting off the ride? Which is Purgatory. Purgatory is when you're off the ride, but you're not in any good place. No, like,
0: well, Purgatorio, like in the Divine Comedy. Purgatorio is where you're waiting to go to heaven or hell. And you're, yeah, because Dante has to pass, he passes through Inferno, hell. Then he goes to Purgatory, and then he ultimately goes to heaven. But but in Purgatory, it's just... That's yeah, the that's the first representation of Purgatory. Yeah,
1: but this is the, that's like the questions, maybe the souls that are in the roller coaster area that's supposed to be Purgatory have that option. But as the narrator who's coming from reality, you get the choice of going back to reality or staying in Gregory House. Those are like your options. Yeah, they're and not dead. Every once in a while you get the option to go onto the Lost World if you're lucky. But most of the time it's Gregory House, reality.
0: So in Volume Three, I have a hard time. I think it's because we
1: just crammed it all
0: in there. It's first time watching, uh, remembering exactly where little bits happened in the series. My one note is Gregory raps. He yeah, has the yeah. rap.
1: The it's actually the guy you talked about is actually yeah, in three episodes because he's in two episodes in vol- in Volume Three.
0: Oh wait, yeah, he's he's in like a at
1: one point he comes up to gregory and he's like listen to my song and gregory's like get with the times old man and pushes (laughs) him over (laughs) no it comes later it comes later he's listening to a boombox. that's right but he's like well i'm mad at everybody they don't want me well too bad i'll destroy them and then he takes the, the train on the vinyl he puts the entire train on the vinyl and they updated the way the vinyl looks in volume three it looks sick it's awesome like the vinyl looks like a canyon with all the stuff and the needle is like some crazy shit out of bayonetta yeah <laughs> oh it's awesome
0: but Gr- gregory defeats him by uh forcing <laughs> the train to make the needle skip oh it's so cool though it's awesome and then it ends with gregory just going like hey no one likes your kind of music and he puts on like a Papa a hat yep. and he raps
1: he, he he does like a little rap and in anything else i'd be i'd be like oh come on that's really stupid but Like, Gregory being as old as he is, and, like, this is an outdated reference that works because he's already out of date. So it's like, this is okay. This is fine. (laughs) I like left turns like that
0: sometimes. (laughs) Like I said, Volume 3 is more on the comedy side of the comedy horror. It's not as eerie. It was a left turn, but it fit with some of the other things you saw. I'd say the only eerie part in Volume 3 was whenever
1: Chef was like, nah. It's pork, <laughs> and when I—I I mean, there's like there's nothing that clenches you up more than seeing the the pig like reprimand chef and throw the steak at his face. You're yeah, like, you just oh. know it's coming. Gonna... You're like, no, especially when it's a
0: pig that does it. You like, know the exact line they're gonna do at the end. Oh, of Oh god, so. it's like, oh,
1: he he is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Chef's just like, okay, and he turns around and leaves, and, yes. and that pig oh, is screwed. Shit who's your favorite character i really do i really like chef but i don't know there's like some there's so many good ones like gregory himself i really like and then for some reason i really like clock dad (laughs) cogsworth senior yeah and uh yeah i mean chef is just so good i I don't know why i love chef his design is just really nice and then judgment boy as well is really fun as a character too i like the
0: the kid cogsworth cogsworth jr we're all in living hell daddy <laughs> but my favorite is record record guy he's just a very big bombastic look at me guy it's like i say he's like jigglypuff from pokemon anime he just wants people to love him and no one likes him just because he he plays operatic music <laughs> and it's, that's that's definitely my favorite but you know i love the the cactus Uh, (laughs) the cactus he just slams into the room 205 door and he's just like hey
1: here's this random ass thing the cactus is funny cactus is a good time i mean the phone like we could just list up all the characters and talk about how much we love them for their interesting kind of quirks and all that we i mean there's that i don't know if there's like a bad character really this is super
0: this is uh something i never heard of until, like, 2014, whenever you showed it to me, and never watched until now. Had, had Do you know anyone else that knows about this?
1: I don't know. How, how did you I don't find know. it? I don't even know how I found it. I found it, like, years and years ago, like, 2011, right when it went up on YouTube. Oh,
0: yeah, all of this is on YouTube, by the way. You can just type in, like, Gregory's Horror House. It's all up there.
1: There, there must There must be people who know about it, but it's, like, I... There was a PS2 game that I think was released over here that I can't find anywhere to buy. And oh, I, would, I wouldn't mind getting that. It's probably not the most obscure thing ever, but it's definitely not something a lot of people know about. It's probably
0: not the most obscure thing we're going to cover on the podcast in the future, but no. it is the most obscure thing we have covered on the podcast.
1: It's it's hard to see how that would line up with like Rock and Roll and other things i have kind of already got planned. I think Rock and Roll probably has more people who know about it than this does.
0: Would you recommend this? Like her. Dude, I'd
1: recommend this to anybody. Like, yeah. even if you don't end up, like, in love with it, like I kind of did the first time I watched it, like, it's just. It's just. It's short enough, for one thing. But it's just really fucking interesting. Like, it's a trip. If you're the kind of person who watches shit while stoned, like, this shit will fuck <laughs> you up. Like, you'll be into this, for sure. Just make sure it's not something that will give you a bad trip or whatever, because, you know, something could trigger it and you'd be heading for a bad time. <laughs> If you got some good shit, you know, go for it.
0: I would have never sought this out on my own, but I am a guy like Halloween's my favorite holiday. And for the entire month of October, I'm the guy... I love old, cheesy, Halloween, low-budget stuff. And this exactly fits snugly right into that October Me playlist. Like, I don't know if I'd go back and watch it, but as a first viewing... I'd love to watch this around the Halloween Halloween, time. If you're like that, if you like you know, old Halloween, if you like Scary Godmother, <laughs> go watch this on Halloween. Oh, this
1: is nothing like Scary Godmother.
0: <laughs> no, but it's that same type of cheap Halloween fix that you can get. If,
1: yeah. if they tried to animate models like they had in Scary Godmother, I'd right. probably not like this as much. Because of the simple models and all that, I was into it. I do like the simplicity and the... They've got these untextured uh,
0: characters, and then they have, like, simple random textures. ass. Yeah, simple textures. And then they have random ass, heavily detailed, like, vinyl and snake. And just really, really weird stuff that pops out. Yeah, I just, and I like how they don't shy away from how cheap it is. They let you know, and...
1: Uh, I mean, you can see the characters clipping into themselves all the time, but yeah. it's like... And shrinking inside. <laughs> sometimes they do increase and shrink in trinket size at random points but no, I, I love the simplicity so much it's definitely like you could print out a, a character on a single sheet of paper and assemble it in like 15 minutes
0: which would be fun
1: i, I always wanted to do like a whole every character just had on a shelf or something
0: you know uh maybe maybe go back and if we can get a hold of that game uh we oh my god be
1: i would love to play that game so much yeah although from what i know the game is just a rehash the first volume anyway oh well it'd be it, fun it, to experience it do you know if it's like like what's
0: the gameplay on like on that like do you know is it like a t- telltale game where it's just like you lose decisions no like-
1: you, it's like a free room i think
0: oh that that wouldn't be bad at all i you know like i said my favorite thing about this was the world the atmosphere and that'd be cool to just be implanted in that oh world. yeah that's why i like lego games so yeah, much after cause... we
1: after we shut this down maybe we'll look up some gameplay of it on youtube
0: yeah we'll get back to you guys But i don't know do you have anything else to say about it all i like all i can say is it's obscure i would have never sought it out if you like creepy little stuff that doesn't take too long yeah i'd give it a shot like if you if you're a fan of pasta stuff like that give it a shot it's not overly scary but it's charming
1: yeah i mean it's i think it's perfect for everybody really uh long as you can handle just a tiny bit of like weird suggestive things in some language the uh (laughs) like like i mean it's for what it's all free on youtube right now uh i mean i think the studio that made it might be defunct so it's Mm. i can't remember as far as i know it's the only way to get it uh, there may be a DVD out. So if you, DVD. if you can get the DVD, get the DVD. But, uh, you know, it's available on YouTube if you want to. The episodes are three minutes each. You can probably find the time for it. And there's only 25 or 26 episodes per volume. So you could probably manage, you know, a little bit there. And I don't think, I don't really think you'll be disappointed. At the very least, you'll be like, I don't get it. <laughs> and then. <laughs> will just not be into it. But I feel like if you're the kind of person who listened to this shit, you, you might be able to get something out of it. Yeah,
0: like, I got something out of it. I'm really confused by it. I don't I don't
1: think it's one that I'd repeatedly watch. You like it a bit more than I do. Uh, I mean, I'm just not the kind of person who'd repeatedly watch stuff anyway, but I definitely really love the world and the characters in it. I'm going to give it a recommend, but it's just like... Just like if you're into that stuff. I know you,
0: you said for everybody, but I think that... I think you got to be in a certain mood for it. Yeah, if that's all. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to our After Dork retrospective series, a Night Owl podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Join After Dork each week for reviews, discussion, and remembrance of anything pop culture find us on iTunes, YouTube, or wherever podcasts are available. If you have requests, comments, or questions regarding our podcast, feel free to visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash afterdorkpodcast.
1: I feel bad, Daddy. We're all
0: in hell.